All right, hi. Hi. And welcome to Gin Spirits. Woo! The alcohol-friendly ghost story podcast. Where we research some, some shit about ghosts. And then, then tell you the shit mm-hmm. about ghosts. While we drink. Yeah. Yep. That's, that's all we do. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Not all the time, but definitely for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit all the time. <laughs> Um, what are you drinking? I mean, we're, well, okay, I know what you're drinking. <laughs> Alright, we're drinking the same thing this podcast. Which has never happened before? Yeah, I don't, no, it hasn't. Yep. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. We're drinking, uh, 1800, the silver one, right? Yeah. Called? Mm-hmm. 1800 silver tequila. Um, I really felt like drinking tequila today, and Kate's a supportive-ass friend. I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, we made tequila sunrises, so mm-hmm. that's the 1800 with orange juice and grenadine. But... Um, I got like different flavored fruit juices. That are still in my the, freezer. Uh, leave them there. Fuck okay. it. They can't freeze that fast. Okay, you're you're right. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'll move them after this. Yeah, yeah um, we gotta feed it. But yeah, on a, on a refill, maybe we can consider a different yeah. juice. We'll pause it. Yes. Our drinking game is different this time. It is. Um, <laughs> I picked up some limes, and so we tried to decide when can we potentially do shots during this. Like, not, not I mean, maybe multiple shots, but, like, one at least, right? Mm-hmm. And um, we decided if something is utterly outrageous, like, beyond outrageous, then we'll do a shot. I'm really excited. So I looked up a story that's utterly outrageous. <laughs> And I'm hyped. I my story is good, but it's not outrageous. So I think that it'll be a nice break after the yeah, shots that will inevitably take during your story. Not only a break emotionally as well. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be a journey, you guys. We're going to get. We're going to follow the narrative structure. We're going to get to the you know rising action climax, uh, and finally uh-huh. the falling action <laughs> resolution. Good to because, calm everyone down. Yeah. It's going to be, like, sprinting and then, like, walking it off after. You know, you're not supposed <laughs> yeah, to just cool sit down. down. Yeah, the cool down. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really hyped. <laughs> yeah. All, All right. right. Let's start with creepiest thing of the week. Creepiest thing of the week. Um, so, Kate and I went to Salem. With, with Megan, actually. Yeah. yeah. Not, just, not just us. Megan, too. And um, when at the end of it, we were, like, handing out our business cards like champions. Melissa is so much better at it than I am. If you've interacted with us, Melissa's the one... <laughs> Very probably. <laughs> ...who approached you. Aggressively. And, and, put I, a card and I smile, into like, and nod at you from behind her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yep. Kate's the blonde one right now, so that's how you'll also know. Right now. Yeah, at the moment. Kate's not always blonde. Sometimes yeah. she's blonde. Sometimes she dyes her hair black and tells me it's blue. <laughs> Still a little sensitive. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. So at the end of the night, we were like eating and uh, we slipped the business card to our waiter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it turned out that he actually did ghost tours in the area. He was mm-hmm. like one of the people that works on the ghost tours or also like studies something. He's a about. history major. Okay. He's particularly interested in ghosts. In ghosts. Yeah, so I don't know if you're listening to this, but if you are, hi. Hi. Um, but yeah, so that was pretty cool, and he talked a lot about, like, which places to visit, and mm-hmm. I don't remember their names because I'm horrible. You do? I what do. were they? One was Old Burial Point, okay. which we went to the last time we were there on the um, the ghost tour that we went on where we used the, oh, the machines. Oh, my God. That was the one where the guy asked us to open the gate. Or, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? It was... Uh, 
Okay, all right, quick quick derail, I guess. Yeah. Um, we went on this ghost tour. We go to Salem every year. And so this one ghost tour we went on, they gave us, like, little, like, hunty tools. It was so much fun. It was fun. <laughs> and so we were outside this graveyard, and uh, the guy was like, do you want to ask them any questions? Because he had his, like, recorder thing going. And you can hear us talking in the recorder. Like, it's a genuine recording. Mm. And I was like, um, on the... I'm rude by accident often. Uh, not because I mean to be. I'm, I'm really nice. <laughs> but I, I just... Words come out of my mouth differently than I think them. So he was like, uh, does anyone want to ask any questions? I was like so focused on my little light up thing. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Ask them if they can come closer because I'm trying to get this thing to light up. And uh, when we played it back in like the static, so, uh, there was a random voice that was not ours that deep, said, uh, yeah, and it said, and earlier it, like, said its name and, like, said, mm-hmm. like, the number 13 or 14 mm-hmm. for any ghost words, something crazy. Or, no, there were, like, voices underneath, and then the louder voice just said one. Yeah. That's how many ghosts there were, because he only he's, cares about He's himself. in charge. Yeah. <laughs> and so that voice was, like, um, open the gate or something. Yeah. Yeah, or, like, yeah. come in the gate. Something about it like, was come in the gate because you gate. asked it to come closer, yeah. And it was like, no, you come here, yeah. And I was like, oh shit, should I come in the gate? But like, obviously, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I have a really good picture from that graveyard. Yeah, you do. Yeah, it looks oh like God. these heads are coming out of a tombstone. It's like pretty quality. Yeah, we can put it on on the collage. The collage, yeah, okay. yay, yay. <laughs> One of our pictures on the wow. collage. Wow, I'm stealing. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we give, you give so much credit. Yeah, I source. You're always so sure to do that. Um, We're uninterested in plagiarizing. Yeah, very uninterested. Um, All right, that's it. So that one, there was that place, there was the Quaker burial ground. Oh, right. And then there was one more place, he said it was like a little bit of a a walk. place or, oh. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what it was, but it was to get there, yeah. yeah. So, very interesting. Yeah. Very, very cool. Yeah. Um, Mine was mine's not a scary one actually it's just like a spirit related one so I went to um a psychic who I go to a lot she's um from close to where I grew up oh cool and um you know yeah yeah so I went to get my tarot cards read for her and the first time that I went um it was just like a normal tarot card reading Mm -hmm. and the second time that I went uh she like kept like looking over my shoulder and I was like what and she's like um, someone is looking at a photo of you with a blue fuzzy hat. And I was like, really? And she's like, yeah. And there was always a picture of me that my, um, my mom took of me with this blue fuzzy hat that I loved Aww. when I was a kid. And it was on my grandma's nightstand. Oh. Mm-hmm. Went in her, like, apartment and then in her nursing home place. Yeah. Um, and the message was just, like, so simple. It was just, like, you know, just letting you know that everything's all right. You know, which was really sweet, and I was very close with my grandma, and she's the one, too, that I told a few episodes ago was the voice that my mom heard that was like, don't, don't yeah. leave yet, sit down and eat your ice cream. So I think that every once in a while, she likes to pop on through the veil and, you know, yeah. let us know that she's around. Oh, um, so sweet. Yeah. I love that she was looking at a picture. Yeah, and it's this one that she always had. And then yeah. another time, you know, since I was such a short little one. Um, my mom went to a medium, mm-hmm. and um, my grandma, like, always had, like, really cool, like, kitchen appliances. They were very colorful, you know? And so the medium said to my mom that, um, you know, your mom says she really likes the toaster that you got. 
And my mom was like, what? And she's like, you know, the one with the uh, the diagonal or the uh, lightning bolt squiggles of color. Mm-hmm. And my mom had just got a toaster that was, you know, that. Aww. And so, you know, so I have the toaster now here. Oh, so cool. Yeah. So I like that. that my grandma, every once in a while, I think, tries to, like, pop in and be like, yeah, like everything's cool. Like, Let's put a picture of that toaster on there too. Yeah, we could do all of it. <laughs> it's either gonna be a crazy collage or I'll post two collages. Yeah, we'll crazy see. collage. <laughs> yeah. yeah, awesome. That's brief. Okay. Ooh, we have a tale from the great beyond. Ooh, you remembered it. <laughs> remembered the name. You're the great beyond again, you guys. You did it. Um. Okay. So this is from um. One of our Twitter followers, uh, it's at Redbeard2661. Mm-hmm. He is the same Twitter follower who suggested the dogfish flesh and blood okay. to us, the beer yes. that we had. Um, and so he had messaged me saying that he had a story he wanted to share, and he sent it, and I'm really excited. And I haven't read it. I didn't read it. So we're going to do it now together. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully. Okay. Hopefully it's a trustworthy story. But he's a trustworthy person. I think he seems like a trustworthy person. Him. We believe in you. <laughs> next, next time he sends one in, it's going to be like some crazy... <laughs> he's like, they don't read this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, took a sip of tequila. Let's go. Okay. <clears throat> My first encounter with Charlie. Oh, that's the name of it? Mm-hmm. <gasps> Anytime a ghost is named Charlie, if it's a ghost named Charlie, yeah, it probably is a ghost named Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> something about like a like, I don't know. I can't think of. I, there's something triggering about that. I'm trying to think yeah. of like, is it from a movie or? Charlie. I don't know. I'll check. Yeah. Later. Okay. All right. This mm. goes back to the '90s when I was in my teens and in high school. Mm. I dated my ex for about three years back then. She lived with her grandparents in a three-story building in an old neighborhood in Philly. Our families were close, and her grandmother would always tell us stories about Charlie when we were kids. Charlie is the poltergeist <gasps> who lived in their house, who she said was a child. Aww. She had a connection. Yeah, right. She had a, but poltergeists are not good. We learned that. Yeah, yeah. They like throw shit around and do oh, stuff yeah. and judge your paint. Remember? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she had a connection to the, to these things and an old original Ouija board, which was just flat out scary in itself. I'm not sure if that's how she found out the details on Charlie or if it was one of her medium friends. I would love to just wow. have, yeah, I would just love to have a, a group of medium friends. <laughs> um, medium friend, not like a, not like a good friend. I'm a bad friend. <laughs> <laughs> get it? a sort of friend yeah a sort yeah. of friend no just he, she probably he probably means yeah a speaker to the dead um she was there, i'm sorry there was one room in the house on the second floor back room where charlie spent most of his time he would only act out when there was a big argument in the house as a scared child would oh wow oh one night we all went out to dinner my ex and i her grandparents and her aunt and uncle who lived in the third floor apartment it was a special occasion, a birthday or an anniversary or something like that. It's been a long time, so I forget exactly what. Her aunt and uncle had a huge argument that day or the day before. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> included that. Nice. So we leave and turn the lights off, lock the door, etc., and we went out to have dinner. When we got back, none of the lights would turn on. Not a single one of them. The oh only light... The only light on in the house was the light in the back room on the damn second floor. (laughs) 
And it was coming from under the door. That is the creepiest image. Oh, my God. <laughs> w dot 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 TF. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. That's oh, a, my God. I would cry. I would Yeah, go I wouldn't go in. I would leave. Yeah, I'd be like, I can go on vacation. That <laughs> <laughs> you can have the house. <laughs> I can move. <laughs> Nobody except her grandmother ever went back there, and even that was a rare occasion because it would freak everyone out. She was not in there that day. They grabbed some light bulbs to change them and found out all the light bulbs in the lamps were still good, but they were unscrewed. Well, oh, no. Oh. I was going to say, well, of course they were fine. Yeah, no. Oh, oh They were unscrewed no. just loose enough to where they wouldn't light up. Oh, my God. Chills. Chills. That's chills, awful. Let's, chills, let's drink. Let's drink. Drinking, drinking, drinking. Ah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Jesus. You, you can explain away, like, an electrical well, outage. And, or, and, like, even one bulb, I'd be like, maybe, I don't know, I'll come up with an excuse. All of all them? All of them. Oh, <laughs> oh no. I, like, screaming. <laughs> it's awful. Oh, my God. I would cry so much. I couldn't live there after that. Like, I wouldn't be able to do it. I would it. cry forever. Yeah. <laughs> um... Oh, this was on the first and second floor. Oh my god. <laughs> I didn't go back. Uh, I lost my place. I didn't go back to that house for about two weeks. I'll never forget that, though. Huge, dark, creepy house with the only light coming out from under that damn back room door. Holy cow. Oh my god. The fact that he went back at all. Yeah. <laughs> he says, I had two other oh. minor incidents that I'll talk to you about later. Oh, they yay! Were, yay! They were never violent or anything. I was never touched. Some people said they were, but freaky nonetheless. Hope you enjoyed this. I did. I it was so enjoyed really this. great. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Yes. Wow. Wow. I'm gonna think about that story for <laughs> the, a long time. The imagery in that is so creepy. Yeah. Like the light coming out from that oh door. Oh God. You, you are greater. the great beyond. Yeah. You. You are the great. The greatest beyond. The greatest beyond. <laughs> Good job. Ooh. Wow. Man. Huh. <laughs> wow, that's gonna that's I'm really gonna think about that for a long time. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's gonna the be the light bulb's mind. unscrewed, it's so awful. I think that's weirder than my story. No way. We're, yeah. Oh my god. I wanna take a shot for his story. Do you? Yeah. Okay, I'll do it. Okay. All we right. have to cut up the lime. Okay. Um I'll do all it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you just talk for a bit okay. and I'll cut the lime. Um okay. Let's see. What should I talk about? Um, I don't know. I'm just like really stuck in this light bulb thing. Talk about your feelings. Yeah, I'm going to talk about my feelings. That's that's all. That's all I'm going to talk about right now. That's all I can think about. Um, I am so afraid of the dark. The only thing that could be worse about that story is if she had some kind of antique doll on the shelf, you know, and she probably did. (laughs) And I just, I really, I wouldn't go in there. Yeah, fun story. (laughs) What is this one time we went to a haunted house? I actually ended up working at that haunted house later. Um, but I'm really afraid of the dark, and I was like, this is This fine. is, we, we were just meeting, like, yeah. we, this was freshman year of college, college. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And, uh, we were like, uh, I don't know, everyone was, like, afraid to go first, and I was like, oh, I don't mind, like, it's okay, whatever. There were six like, of us. I'm not nervous about it, yeah. And, uh, everything was fine, but we got to this room that was pitch black dark, and I was like, never mind. <laughs> I was like, up until here, I was okay with this. Now I'm not okay with this. Oh my god! And then our friend Christine had to go in first. If you th- if you think this might injure you, remember that we have three lines. <laughs> okay, you're right. All right, yeah. we'll just um, the knife is... didn't work as well as I expected it to. Look at this knife. Like this should be a 
Yeah, it looks pretty legit, but... I, you're also cutting it on an angled plate and not a cutting board. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. You're right, we do have three lives. <laughs> it's fine. And only two of us. Yeah. <laughs> only so much tequila we could possibly drink. They were like 99 cents for three limes, and I'm awkward, so I was like, what if I need to buy three limes? Like, what if, what if they're going to be like... You can't only buy one. Why would they say that? I don't know. My brain did it. Oh, okay. (laughs) All right. Where's the salt? I brought it in. Oh, my God. This is... I'm so excited. I'm so nervous. I get really nervous when I take a shot. What if it's terrible? What if I spit on your floor? That's okay. I'll clean it up. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure I've spit on your floor. (laughs) Thank you. Oh, my God. I haven't done this in a hot sec. Okay. Okay. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Here we go. Okay. This is for the light bulbs. This is for the light bulbs. All right, lick your hand. (laughs) (laughs) Where are we? Okay, let's do this over the line, please. (laughs) Okay. There's no salt coming out. I'm trying my hardest. (laughs) Okay, I got some, I got some, I got. Oh man, this is a lot of preparation. This is the <laughs> most preparation shot you can take. This is. Yeah. Um, all I can think of is in Heather's the musical, they like have a thing where they talk about like tequila shots, and Veronica's like, "Is it like salt and then shot?" And they're like, "It's salt and then shot and then lime." <laughs> so here we go. All right. All right. Oh my god, I'm gonna spit on my light floor. Bulbs. <laughs> Every time I do tequila shots, I have a flashback to that Cinco de Mayo deal. Oh, God. I got stressed now, but I I love them. Here we go. Ready? Yeah. All right. All right. No one spit on my floor. (laughs) Ah. They always make me shiver after. Oh, no. I'm shivering from this huge-ass piece of lime. Guys, this isn't a slice of lime. It's a quarter of a lime. Keep cutting into four pieces. Oh, my God. There was a lot of, like, lime pulp. There was a lot happening. To you, red beard. Yes. Everyone go follow him. He's a gem. He is. All right. That's it. Thank you for uh, your patience on that. This is going to be a long episode. (laughs) Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Wow. We're going to definitely take another shot, though, because we just took one, and... We're not even to your story yet. Yeah. Wow. We'll take one. Let's let's do it at the end of my story. Okay. Because this is going to be a lot. Okay. We'll just save them up. <laughs> we'll all right. Just, we'll just save it. We'll do one big shot. We'll drink through the story for all the creepy things, but okay. we'll do one big shot at all the right. end. Because mm-hmm. we will. People in my throat just screams. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. All right. <laughs> Here Woo. we go. You ready for this shit? I'm here. I'm okay. ready. Here's why I chose this story, because this girl's name is ridiculous. Sorry if this is your name. If it is, you're probably really German, and maybe you're not listening to this. So, okay. <laughs> All right. Her name is Gottlebin? Gottlebin? Great. Gottlebin Dittis. To Gottlebin. To Gottlebin Dittis. Gottlebin. Yeah. All right. Ugh. 
I hope that you guys paused this and did a shot with us. Yes. That's what I hope You happened. didn't pause it now. Yeah, pause Go it back. Now. Rewind a little bit, do a shot with us. <laughs> Go to the store real quick and I'll get some 99 cent limes. <laughs> 33 cent limes if you have right. the balls to only buy one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> okay. I have two sources that are really long. One of them, uh, Google translated for me. So I'm actually going to quote that one. But I don't know how good the translation is. So I'm, I'm yeah. going gonna, gonna to quote Google's translation of that website at some point. Okay, here we go. The first one is uh, from bloodydisgusting.com. <laughs> the second one is the one that's in German from uh, wkgo.de. Lots of letters. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, whatever. It'll be in the description. Yeah. All right. <sighs> okay, we haven't, I haven't done like... I don't think I've done an exorcism since uh, episode three with oh. the crickets in the background. <laughs> I'm so sorry if you listened to that all those crickets that was in the background. That was only quite manageable when yes. it was over. Yes. And she spoke to the goats or spoke to the goats? What is she? Goats. Oh, oh, she sounded like goats. Yes. <laughs> and then we asked what Latin would sound like, sound like as a goat. Yeah. Goat. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm I so excited. That, yeah. All right. Got Levin, okay. got possessed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Uh, it ended more successfully than quite manageable. Okay. But it it's worse <laughs> what she experienced. Okay, I'm it's so like, ready. It's, like, so bad that it's almost funny because you can't even... Yeah, the only way to deal with this information is to laugh. Okay. That's the only is way to deal horrifying? with it. It's really bad. All right. All right. And there's nothing that's, like, refuting the absurd claims I'm going to make. Okay. Okay? In fact, the absurd claims I'm going to make are, like, reasons that it's not classified as hysteria. Right? Okay. So they're like, this couldn't have been hysteria. Instead of being like, this couldn't have been real, the reverend made it up, they were like, this couldn't have been hysteria, because that fucking happened. Oh my god. Here we go. Okay, I'm ready. So a little background about Gottliebin. (laughs) Okay, so she's from Motlingen, Germany, um, which is quote from the one that's in English located in an isolated section of the Black Forest <laughs> there's your problem I'm that's already gonna, gonna, gonna yeah, that's where the problem began <laughs> cheers <laughs> I'm laughing you already gave me drink alright wow that's like isolation yeah. isolation inception <laughs> in the Black Forest I'm dead alright so um as usual, she was born to superstitious and religion, religious parents. They mm-hmm. happen to be Lutheran. I don't think that matters, but that it was just noted. Um, it says in one article that they died when she was at a young age, but it says in a different article that they died a couple years ago. And she was either 26 or 28, depending on which article is right, during okay. the time of this possession. So, okay. I don't know. Um, the article that was in German... Um, basically said that it was, uh, a really, the, her home was, like, really full of depression. Some of her siblings even died, uh, with their mother and father. Like, I guess, like, all of this kind of happened in a relatively short period of time. It must have, because she's only 26, right. you know? Um, so she was still living, though, with two other siblings at the time of this. One of them is named Catherine, and one of them <laughs> is named, uh, where did, where did I write it? Hold on. Hans George. <laughs> <laughs> Hans Jorg. 
much better. One of these things is not like that. <laughs> like, thank God. <laughs> I'm not hands drawn from Gollivan. Oh, I'm crying. Okay, are you serious? <laughs> Alright. <laughs> I'm gonna drink to that. Okay, sure. Yeah, <laughs> this is gonna be so dry. <laughs> That was to hands. <laughs> that was actually that was to Catherine. All right. Yeah, to Catherine. <laughs> All right. So okay, here we go. <clears throat> All right. So, um, great. So she was really religious. So uh, at a certain point, when she starts being blasphemous, that's weird. That's the point, right? Mm-hmm. So, okay. Um, there's a local church that's run by Reverend Johann Christoph Bloomhart. I'm just going to call him the Reverend from now on, Mm -hmm. uh, to keep it short. He firmly believed in the power of the devils, what it says in the first article. Um, okay. So all of this uh, happens about 150 years ago. No, now it's longer than that. Uh, she was alive between 1815 and 1872. Okay. Um, in 1841, the people living in the house, three, the three siblings living in the house, started to hear, like, weird pattering sounds. They had just moved into this house, I think. Um, and the second article describes it kind of like it's a basement, but again, it's like Google Translate, mm-hmm. you know? But I just imagine it being creepy. I don't yeah. know. So, um, so uh, that's in 1841. It starts. They uh, basically, like, call their neighbors and, like, local doctors, and they come over for the evening, and they're, like, hanging out, and the neighbors are like, no, this is weird, mm-hmm. you know? And the doctors are like, no, this is weird. <laughs> and they all decide that the house is definitely haunted. Right. right? So um, around this time, Gottlieben <laughs> starts see- claiming that she's seeing visions of a woman. And the woman is holding a baby in her arms. And after this vision, like shortly after it says, uh, for a day she's in a coma. Gottlieben? Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Right? Okay, so that was in 1842. Okay, so it's, so it's been a year. She's seeing some visions. Coma. All right? Okay. So now the reverend is like, I should visit this place. People are saying it's haunted. One of the daughters is in a coma. I'm concerned. So he goes and visits. And as he's there, he's like, okay, I also think the house is haunted. And I think that you, Gottlieben, should stay with your cousin outside of the house because it seems to be affecting you more than it's affecting your brother and sister. Yeah. Um, so she's like, that makes sense. So she actually does go oh, stay wow. with her cousin. Um, but as she's there, uh, she's still just being weird. Mm-hmm. So it's her, mm-hmm. you know? So she, it's like, what's the point now? So she yeah. moves back. Um I don't know the timeline for this, um, but at some point, either early in the possession or beforehand, um, it says that a dark figure, or one says dark, one says transparent, I saw a couple different things, Mm -hmm. Um, a figure uh, told her about papers that were in the house that it wanted her to find. I'm assuming this was before, this might be what triggered it actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she found the papers, they were there. And, uh, they think that it might've been like tools for witchcraft, like spell book type of things, mm-hmm. I guess, or something. So I actually, that's probably what triggered it. Yeah. Um, okay. So. If they asked you to find anything for it, you say, 
Hell no. 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 Nope. Not up in here. (laughs) Um, So now stuff is happening. Okay? So to wake her up from this coma, um, the priest is all... Oh, I'm out of order. I'm sorry. This is what happens when I read back and forth in the worst or whatever. So to wake her up from the coma, I'm going to read this quote. Mm -hmm. It's a little long, but it's worth it. Quote, it overcomes him. He takes her hands, puts them together to pray, and exclaims, We've seen long enough what the devil does. Now let us also see what Jesus can do. And this amazing thing happens. The patient awakens, reciting the prayerful, prayerful words, and the cramping stops. Because she was in a coma and, like, periodically having seizures and oh, stuff. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. So the reverend is like, all right, you're definitely possessed. Right. <laughs> okay. So now this is where we would be doing shots. Here we go. Ready for this? Okay. Get your drink ready. Yeah. All right. We're going to get some cliche stuff, and then we're going to get some shocking stuff. So uh, she wakes up. The She goes to her cousins. Cousins doesn't work. She comes back. And now uh, the reverend starts coming over the house regularly and, and kind of, like, checking in on her and trying to figure out what's going on. Um, and uh, she starts to talk in the voice of the woman she saw in her visions. Okay. And she's talking about the fact that she, like, murdered two children and, like, um, she's been possessed by the devil that's possessing this girl now and like all of this shit. Okay. okay. And, um, in a, in like a, in like a state where she was herself now, mm-hmm. she tells the Reverend, like as a baby, um, the devil tried to take me and my mother invoked the name of Jesus and it didn't. What? Yeah. So, and she also says that her aunt was a witch, side note, and that the, she as a witch was like... Yo, small child, join me. And, uh-huh. like, she didn't. So, um, I don't know. There's, like, a lot happening there about her yeah. childhood that's, like, weird. Um, all right. Here we go. Signs of possession. Ready? Oh, yeah. This is what we're drinking to. <laughs> not the shots yet. Yeah. Okay, so she hears different voice. I'm sorry, not hears. She speaks in different voices, right, as usual. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got a lot of violent convulsions happening, like seizures and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she starts, like, speaking blasphemously, yeah. you know. Um, typical stuff, so I'm just gonna, you know, whatever. Yeah, okay, the attacks were on her siblings, um, when she was being violent. Um, okay, is that all the boring stuff? <laughs> Let's see. Uh, yes, that's all the boring stuff. And now we're gonna, we're gonna ramp this up real quick. Okay. <laughs> um, the, the exorcism lasts for years. <gasps> Uh, two years of exorcism-ness. Oh, God. And unlike when we talked about Anna Eklund yeah. in the third episode, um, so Anna had, like, months of exorcism with spacing in between. Mm-hmm. But I think this was, like, every day the Reverend oh, was dedicated God. and it went on for two years. So, um, as time goes on, these symptoms start to get worse. And now... Uh, this is, I think, a translation issue because it says by vampires, but I think it meant by demons. Okay. Um, so it says that her breasts are bleeding. Okay. Yeah. Her breasts are bleeding. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. And she's complaining of, like, severe burning. And she attempted suicide a couple times, which uh-huh. makes sense to me. Yeah. I understand that. Um, he starts to ramp up his prayers. Yeah. He's fasting at the same time to, like, whatever, like, harness some power. I guess if you're sacrificing, maybe. Yeah, you know, yeah. Whatever. Um, so he, he's ramping up the exorcism. He's like, we gotta, yeah, this, this bitch is her, bleeding her from her breasts. breasts. Are bleeding. Yeah. yeah. And 
And it says that she lost a lot of blood. I don't know if that's all from her breasts. I don't think it is. But, like, <laughs> the point is, She's, we need a doctor yes. up in All right? So, so we're trying to get these demons out. Yes. All right. So, over time, now, it's been a couple months... And uh, it's not getting better. Mm-hmm. And now Gottlieben is saying she's not only possessed by one demon now. Oh, There's more. No. And over the course, after that claim of weeks and months, the number grew. I wonder if this is a demon talking and it's full of shit. And it's just okay. trying to discourage mm-hmm. the exorcism. Yeah, because at first it's like, oh no, no. And then it's like, what? So, um, okay. It says over weeks and months, the number grew. It went from three to seven to fourteen to hundreds to thousands. Thousands. <laughs> thousands of demons. Oh my god. Um, the <laughs> reason this might be true is because of what I'm about to tell oh you. Oh my god. But I think it's really unlikely. Okay. So I'm nervous. <laughs> um, okay, so she starts vomiting objects. No. <laughs> like what? Like, like, objects. Are you ready for this? <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and at this time, she's losing more blood. They're like, she's Still gonna die. I don't know. It just says losing a lot of blood. It just says oh. losing a lot of blood. It might be from what she's vomiting. Oh, Here we go. All right. <laughs> she starts vomiting. This is from two different sources, so I'm gonna... <laughs> one list is in the first source, and the other's in the second, so I'm gonna have to scroll and find the continued list. She starts vomiting objects such as sand, glass, sand, <laughs> fucking sand. <laughs> the desert is coming out of her. <laughs> sand. Oh my god. Sand, glass, <laughs> glass, <laughs> nails. This is the one. Remember when I was reading, I went, <gasps> yeah, and then I laughed because I didn't know what to do. Yeah. A knife. She vomited. <laughs> oh my. She vomits a fucking <laughs> knife. It doesn't say what kind of knife. It might oh not be god. that sharp. But it's still a knife. It's a knife. Oh my god. <laughs> um, I'm on to the second list, by the way. Uh, needles. No. A three. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Poor globbity gook. <laughs> this is so awful. Globbity <laughs> 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 Okay. <sighs> Can't see. Laughing too much. Alright. <sighs> three inch piece of... <laughs> A three-inch wide piece. I don't know how long it was. <laughs> Fuck, I don't mean... T- All right, I gotta, I gotta read it. Here we go. A three-inch wide piece of iron. <gasps> I don't know what this means. <laughs> and the nice thing on the list is bones. <laughs> Who is bones? <laughs> Oh my god. What kind? It's what like, kind if it's bones? her bones, it's bad. If it's someone else's bones, it's, it's bad. Worse. Oh. I think it's worse if it's someone else's. Where are they coming from? Oh god. Oh my god. Oh. Okay. Oh man. This following that, I should have ended with bones. This is less exciting. Okay. The last thing on the list is bent pieces of wire. Oh. Um, and the then it says... definitely worse than yep. bent pieces of wire. And the end of the sentence includes the, includes the phrase, and other things. <laughs> and I just like, I want to know what all the things were. Oh, God. Wow. Yeah. Um, as part of her symptoms at this point, uh, I'm sure related to the fact that she's throwing up objects that yeah. she hasn't eaten, um, <laughs> is, like, symptoms of, like, gagging and choking. She's doing, like, a lot of things like that. Yes. You know. When well, you're when you have up glass <laughs> in your throat. Fucking <laughs> sand. When you're fucking sand. <laughs> it might get a little dry in there. <laughs> <laughs> 
I want to take, this is what, that's what I want to take a shot to, is the yeah. objects that she threw up. Oh, wow. That's what swayed me to tell the story. Yeah. Oh, Shit. my God. Oh, okay. man. So, uh, over time, uh, just, like, an increase in the amount of voices that are speaking through her, and instead of claiming to be demons, a lot of them are claiming to be the victims of the demons that are possessing her. Okay. So, it's, like, the woman before. Right, right, right. They're, like, they're, like... Uh, no, we've been through this. We've been through what she's being like been through. You know what I mean? They're like being oh they're, they're the victims of previous possessions by the same demon, which is like crazy to me. Yeah. Um, side note: uh, the second article says that the Reverend's wife helped to remove the objects. Oh. So I mean, I guess they got stuck. I it's don't know. It's hard to throw up a three-inch wide piece yeah. of iron. Yeah, it's a yeah. difficult task. I'm a knife. Sure. It's hard to throw up a whole knife. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the, the, you know, yeah. the, like, yeah. physical shape of your throat is difficult for that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Wow. And it says they initially stored it, but later destroyed it. So I think the fact that they had the objects is what made people yeah. not question it. And that's why, that's the thing I'm talking about when they said about, like, whether or not she was <laughs> being, quote, hysterical. Yeah. Um. No. Right. Because uh, a sentence, and again, the one that's translated, so it's not, it's a quote, but not a quote. Um, the objects emerging from the patient's, it says skin. I think it means like throat. Yeah. I think the translation is just weird. Yeah. You know, even if they're emerging from her skin, that's also or, that's, weird. Yep. But <laughs> a little go with throat. <laughs> the objects emerging from the patient's skin cannot have been put into practice by herself in order to gain attention. Here, the interpretation as hysteria goes nowhere. So yeah. it's not even like, did it happen or not? It's like, did she do it herself? And the answer is it can't have right, happened that right, way. Right, right, right. Um, wow. Yeah. Uh, so things seem to calm down a little bit in 1843. So that's halfway through, right? Because she was possessed in 1842. Um, but then she, in a moment of lucidity, it says in one of the sources, uh-huh. um, claims that she, her soul, she watched her soul or whatever, like leave her body. And she went on like a journey around the world uh-huh. and witnessed a horrible earthquake happen. Okay. And then a couple of days later, the news made its way to Germany because it's fucking 1800s, yeah. right? Um, and there was an earthquake in the West Indies that, like, killed a bunch of people. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, uh... Weird. Yeah. So, that was pretty crazy. Um, okay. Uh, so people are like, well, that's, like, an- another, like, sign. Yeah. Um, okay, so then... Uh, that was in February of 1843. So now Christmas of 1843 rolls around and we're getting towards the end of the exorcism, okay. I guess. Um, I don't know when she started being possessed if it was during 1841 or I'm not sure, but yeah. I know it was two years of exorcism at some point in 1843 though, around Christmas, um, the, d- the demons made a spiritual attack on her siblings, it says. Um, so, uh, they kind of are thinking that the demons were like, oh shit, it's going down. We're losing. Right. And then they were like, let's just fuck with someone else while uh-huh. we can. So they kind of, like, tried to hop to the brother, but he was, like, resistant of it. Okay. But then they hopped to poor Catherine, Catherine. and uh, she's less resistant to it. And she starts to um, have the same sign of possession that um, Gottlieben had <laughs> in the beginning. So not the throwing up iron and bones <laughs> and knives, but, um, you know, the beginning stuff. Yeah. Um, so then the Reverend is like, okay, Golubin's kind of chilling right now and her sister is not. So I'm going to switch my efforts to there. He like pieces together. Yeah. The demons have switched over and it only takes three days at that point to exercise the sister. Oh. 
And at the final moment of the exorcism, uh-huh. um, she screams in like this terrible. Catherine or God? Catherine. Okay. Catherine. Good question. Catherine um, screams like in this terrible like scream. Oh. Uh, Jesus is Victor. So like Jesus. Won. Oh wow! Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Um, and then after that, both girls were deemed to be clear of the demons. Mm-hmm. Um, the Reverend is now like hugely famous. Oh, I, I have a couple quotes I wanted to. Okay, I'll get to it. The Reverend is now, like, hugely famous. Um, people from all over the place are coming to him and being, like, cure me of this thing. Yeah. Galibin wants to give back, so she starts to help him with other Aww. people. I don't know if they're possessed or if he's just, like, praying for them, but right. she starts to help out with that. That's so nice. Yeah. And in 1972, um, she eventually passes away, and it's from stomach cancer, not from demons. Good. Yep. Still sad, but not mm, from demons. Yeah. All yeah. right. And then the two quotes I wanted to read... Um, so maybe the stomach cancer is from right? having a... from throwing up knives. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it says um, that. Okay, so I think it. I think this was about herself being possessed and also invaded by all the victims. Yes. So the sentence was: "This is where deceased persons bound by the devil appear." Ooh. Yeah. And then this one was creepier. So this was after it bounced over to Catherine. Okay. Um, and also after she saw the, the earthquake, right? It says, Hell's work had branched off to various sides to promote the sata- satanic empire. Mm. Which I thought was pretty crazy. Yeah. So those are the two quotes I'm going to end on. And that is the story that I have. That was wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. I was like, I'm making you take it to Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's I really, crazy. I didn't expect such a good tale from the Great Beyond story. Yeah. So I was like, we got to find a tequila shot story. Yeah, no, but that's, that's a tequila yeah. shot story. And for so sure. was the other one though. So now we have two tequila <coughs> shots. Let's we have do it. Good thing we have four, four <laughs> chunks of lime. Okay. Listen, I tried real hard. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm nervous again. <laughs> we uh, didn't spit on the floor I'm the first time. Yeah, just put that there. And here's our new limes. <coughs> oh my God. New limes. I'm so nervous. I hate it. I hate I love it, but I hate it. Where's the salt at? Over here. Okay. Alright. <clears throat> okay. Pouring. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> I wonder if you can hear the pouring noises. I really liked that on that one episode you could hear my wine pouring. I thought yeah. that was uh, nice. Authentic. You know? Yeah. I liked it. This is a little... I'm just going to pour a little out because I don't want to spill on your floor. All right. Yes. Um, okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> oh, my God. Oh, oh right. Like, I was like, what are you bringing this lime to me for? You got salt on your lime. That's okay. Sure. All right. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ooh, All right I'm nervous. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Okay. Go. Cheers. <clears throat> wow. It's on my chin. I missed a little bit. <laughs> yep. All right. All right. <clears throat> wow. I'm not. Yeah. I'm fine. This fucking line. <laughs> the amount of pulp that's in my face. <laughs> You're okay. welcome. Thank you. <laughs> okay. We should uh, make sure that doesn't sound disgusting later. 
What are we going to do about it if it does? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Put it over with slurp noise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just to, like, save them a little bit. Yeah. Guys, what do you think of my robot voice? What? Slurp noise. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa oh had to slurp. It's bad. It's not a good one. Ugh. All right. Ready? Yeah. So men's, men's not as knife and sand filled as yours, but it's, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Ugh. this is the haunting of 57. Oh, look. My cheese factory one popped up when I tried to get this one. <laughs> <laughs> this it? Yeah. This is the haunting of 57 West 57th Street in New York City. And um, the first site that I'm using is DaytonianManhattan.blogspot.com. Mm-hmm. And so we're in 1928. Picture it. Picturing. <laughs> um, 1928. Yes. Okay, everyone's in those fucking dresses with that feather hat thing. Yeah, the flappers. Yeah, yeah. That's all I'm picturing. Uh-huh. Everyone is that. Even men. <laughs> so prior to, um, yes. <laughs> prior to the 20s, um, this area of the city was not really developed. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it's starting um, to become, you know, more like the midtown that we know. Okay. And um, a lot of people who were around there were involved in arts. Um, so because Carnegie Hall, um, the Architectural League, the Fine Arts Society, all were around there. Um, and so they would often meet in this building that was designed by Warren and Westmore. I don't know who the fuck they are. Um, and it was 18 stories and it was intended for different kinds of doctors. So like, it's like not a hospital, but for private practices. So the doctors would rent out a specific room Mm -hmm. or a specific floor and then they would have their practice there. Um, so, the Medical Arts Sanitarium, I had to look that up, <laughs> um, means for long-term patients stay. Okay. Uh, opened on the entire 14th floor in 1928, and it was run by a guy named Dr. George E. Browning. Um, and it boasted that it was luxury and moderate cost. Okay. So, um, for the patients, their room didn't cost more than like $10 a day, which I'm okay. sure is still a lot. Yeah, it was probably a lot then. But, but probably not as, as much, much as it is yeah. now. Yes. <laughs> so, um, yes. So, like, almost immediately after it opened, it was at, it was a scene of, like, a tragedy. Mm-hmm. So, Esther Glasser, um, was there, and while there, fell into, like, a really deep depression. And she wanted to become a teacher. Aww. And then she suffered a nervous breakdown. And while she was studying to become a teacher and wound up, like, just not being able to do it. Like, Mm -hmm. it was, they said it was from overstudying, which is really sad. I feel bad for Esther. And so February 3rd, 1929, she tells her nurse that she's not feeling well. And uh, the nurse left the room to go get medicine for her. And while the nurse left, um, she tossed herself out of a window and fell right in front of a cab. So, yeah, the taxi driver um, saw her body hit the floor and described it as, like, an explosion of body, which is really horrible. Yeah. So that was the first tragedy in the building and on that Mm -hmm. specific floor. So, um, the, there were two apartments 
or two floors that were like housekeeping apartments. Mm-hmm. Um, and they converted them into two luxurious penthouses just in the middle of this medical arts building. Um, <laughs> so this guy, Albert Champion, um, decides to move in. Mm-hmm. And he invented the spark plug. Oh. That's what he did. Okay. Um, we don't like him. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What is a spark plug? Is that a bad thing? No. Oh, okay. No, we don't like him in general. Just he just, just sucks. Yeah, he okay, just sucks. We don't like him. Um. <laughs> that time, you were like, oh, this person's all right. And I was like, no, no, we don't like her. And you are like, we don't like her. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't happen often. We're not no. that bitchy, but that girl's a bitch. Mm. <laughs> um, he later agreed. So. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, he was married, but then met Edna Crawford, who came into the city and she was looking, she just wanted to marry rich. That's all she wanted. Okay. Um, so Champion divorces his wife and gives her a million dollars and he marries Edna. Uh, but he was financially like pretty abusive to her. Like he would buy her all kinds of shit, but, like, wouldn't give her any spending money to, like, have for herself. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, she couldn't go just do what she wanted. Right. But he was like, no, but I bought you these diamonds. Right. But... So it's very, like, if you think about it in a way, it's very, like, um, possessive almost. Yeah. Like, treating her like a kid, like Mm -hmm. someone you own, right? I can buy you these presents, but you don't have an allowance. Right. You know? Right. So, not great. Um, but they went on vacation in Paris... And mm-hmm. Edna meets this guy, Charles Brazel, and she starts having an affair with him. Okay. But the issue was that he was just wanted to marry a wealthy woman. Oh my god. <laughs> this is a change. <laughs> yeah. So How are you gonna try to marry a wealthy woman while you're cheating on her? You're gonna ruin the marriage. Yeah. Oh man. Not a good time. Oh, it doesn't so, make sense. It's a bad plan. <laughs> so uh You have to wait for the guy to die, basically. Yes. So guess who catches them? Yeah, obviously the the guy we don't like. Yeah, the guy we don't like, champion. And um, they there was a a fight between the two guys. Oh man, Um, a duel. A duel. But a few hours later, champion was found dead in his room. (gasps) And they're like, he had a weak heart. Ah, Because they want that money. Yeah. So she inherits twelve million dollars. Holy cow! That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot today. Yeah. Jeez. So imagine. So oh, man. they go back to New York. She did well for herself. Yes, she did. And that's karma because he was an asshole to her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they go back to New York. Mm-hmm. Now it's the two of them. Um, but guess what? What? He's also married. No way. <laughs> I didn't expect that. Yeah, not gonna lie, that was a plot twist. <laughs> so and, what is he married to? Someone rich? No. He's got to divorce her. Right. Instead, he brings her to New York with him. And they rent those two apartments and uh, for $1.3 million. In, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The apartments were not for rent. So Edna buys the whole building oh my for $1.3 million. And she's like, I still got 11 yeah. million. Pages. It's crazy. For 10. Yeah. <laughs> so taxes. 10 with taxes. <laughs> so... She hires a bunch of people to decorate the apartments exactly as she wants them. She has secret stairways put in. Still has nine million left. Still, yeah. (laughs) Um, She took the upper apartment, and Charles and wife took the lower apartment. And the lower apartment is the one with the sketchy thing. They're no, actually, they're just above it. Sixteen. So fourteen is where the woman um, jumped Jumped out the window, and this is six. 
16, 17 or 17, okay. 18. So it's right okay, near so it. Yeah. Okay. It's just the building is, you know, not okay. a, not a good time. Um, and so various things that she had, um, she had exotic plants, mm-hmm. overdone gold and silver walls, uh, fountains under artificial moonlight, live monkeys and peacocks roaming free. And she still has $8 million. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, a canopy of gold cloth made from $30,000 worth of Russian clerical vestments. Mm. And then, this is my favorite, um, she also had two huge statues made of, of Charlie and herself where they were naked. Nice. Um, and all she was wearing were high heels and a mask. Yo, girl power. Cheers girl. to girl power. <laughs> Cheersing. Cheersing. Oh, us. yes. Cheers. Girl power. Yes. Body positivity. Mm-hmm. Get a statue made of yourself. It's great. And a mask and heels. And a mask and heels. Fuck yeah. Um, so, however, um, Charlie eventually like keeps Edna as a prisoner in her apartment. What? Wait, what? Yeah. yeah. How? I, mm, mm, I don't know. But, oh wait, yes I do. I'm sorry. Oh. He hired <laughs> French servants who reported her every move to him. Oh my god. He's the one fucking cheating. Yeah. Um, That's so typical. And they had a lot of junken fights, and then one time he took a telephone and hit her in the head. Oh my god. Um, and then when Edna's relatives found out what was happening, though, they had him ejected from the building, and they, like, hired bodyguards for her. Good. Um, but he, he had the keys to the building. God damn it. And he would hide in different offices in the medical building for Weirdo. days. Weirdo! Yeah. Um, he was like, I can last three days without water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so one night, um, oh my god, she weird. passes away, and um, they think it's she was had drugs in her system and alcohol, so uh, it seems like an overdose. But she also had a new telephone injury. <gasps> oh my god! So you know, um, but. He's in the building when this happens, and her body car- her bodyguards find him. Oh my god, scandal right now. Mm-hmm. And they throw him out the window. <laughs> <laughs> and ten Another days later... Twist, I didn't expect. Yeah. Ten that days later, launched. his body is identified. Ten in, days. Ten days. The bodyguards launched him morgue. They didn't give a shit. Yep. In a morgue by his own brother. Wow. The bodyguards were like, God damn it, you're gonna get us fired. Eject <laughs> this man. Right. <laughs> eject him. Really eject. <laughs> so... Now we have two window people. Or window people. I just said gonna get us fired. She's dead. She's dead. No, no one's paying her. her. Yeah. And them. No, no one's paying them. They're just like, wow, this woman who was paying us. Can no longer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they lost their jobs. Yeah. Took her job. <laughs> <laughs> South Park. Um, so we've got two people who have been ejected from windows, whether of their own volition or otherwise, and we have poor Edna, you know? Yeah. Um, who passed away there. So it sells like seven millions were name. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. So now, um, do I have a date for this? I don't. I know we're into the. <sighs> I know. I'm so sorry. We're not gonna have a date. This guy, um, who was a film producer, Carlton Aslop, Alsop, Carlton Alsop, um, move, and he was friends with Judy, Judy Garland of The Wizard of Oz. Oh, okay. They were just friends. Nice. Um, and now he's married, um, 
to his wife, and they have a that four, makes sense. four dogs, four dogs together. <laughs> He's married to his wife. I don't know her name. And um, they invite people. No, nope. Sorry, I am feeling this tequila more than <laughs> I thought I was. Yeah. They buy they buy the apartments together, the two okay. of them. And shit starts going wrong, like, immediately. <laughs> so, um, cool. Oh, and this, too. Okay, so the only things that were left in the apartment from any of the stuff that Edna put in were the statues. Oh, my God. So this is important. Remember okay. remember how she looks in the statue oh, yeah. and what she's how wearing. Yeah. So one of the first things they start heal- hearing is the sound of high heel shoes. Oh, my God. Around the apartment, she's right? She's naked in the apartment. <laughs> With a mask and shoes on. Body positivity. Body positivity. Ghost. I'm drinking <laughs> to that as well. And they, Yes, cheers. Mm-hmm. They would always yes. hear the sound of arguing too mm-hmm. which makes sense because that's all that happened to poor Edna I feel so bad for her yeah um and Mrs. Alsop got really freaked out and so she packed her bags and left she was like I can't uh-huh. do this um so and she leaves him because he doesn't want to leave the apartment yeah listen I get it yeah <laughs> Um, but to cheer himself up, he would throw cocktail parties, oh. and um, he would call them his spooks deluxe. Oh, fun! <laughs> I wouldn't go, but that sounds like a good idea in theory. Right. <laughs> um, so he would throw these parties, and his guests would get freaked out about things. So, like, often they would go to the bathroom upstairs and come back down, really freaked out and shaking, and oh my you know, gosh. really, yeah, unable to explain what they were feeling, but just knowing that they were not doing well. Um, people would say that they, they felt like followed down the stairs in particular. Um, by a naked woman, probably. Probably. And then the sound of footsteps, this is a quote, mm-hmm. the sound of footsteps eventually drove Alsop nearly mad and he ended up in the hospital below his penthouse. Oh my Ironic. God. Um, Convenient, I guess, right? <laughs> yeah. After his treatment and release, this, he sublet the penthouse at no matter what financial loss. So he was like, yeah. I don't want to live there anymore. Um, I hope he got back together with his now ex-wife. Probably not. Maybe. maybe. Um, so then a nightclub eventually opened, um, but nothing really was about put about that. It's just that it was a nightclub. Mm-hmm. Um, there are still some medical offices in the building, but the private sanitariums and hospitals are gone. Um, and now the two apartments are now an art gallery. Okay. Um, and although it doesn't say that the apartment, that the art gallery is haunted, um, it says, uh, according to TM, oh, it's Time Magazine, TM Magazine, no, tmagazine.blogs at nytimes.com, um, the art gallery just looks strange. Okay. Because... Of the way that they've placed things in the apartment, it just feels very eerie. Okay. Um, and the whole thing, which I think is pretty cool, is um, all connected to fantasies. Oh. So um, it says there are paintings that envision a brothel where grim fairy tales become tools of seduction. Ooh. Um, it sounds pretty cool. Yeah. And then, um, oh, oh, and this was a detail that I forgot about when the, when the Alsops were living there. Okay. Um, they had the four dogs. Oh my God. Yeah. What happened to the dogs? What happened to the dogs? Their Great Danes had nervous breakdowns. Wow. Yeah. Which is really, really sad. 
Um, yeah. Okay. So there's an art gallery there now. And, um, where was the quote I wanted to end on? Okay. The 57 West 57th Street website makes it look like the floors are, are available to rent. So if you have a lot of money and balls, you might be able to go up there and find out if the apartments are really haunted yourself. For the rest of us, there are a number of dental and, dermatolo- and dermatologist offices on the lower floors for a lower budget, health conscious, supernatural tourism. Oh, that's cute. I like that. <laughs> yeah. So that's my story. It <laughs> was good. Thank you. I was wondering, well, like uh, earlier, I was wondering yeah. if like when the guy started being an asshole yeah. and like stalking her and stuff. Yeah. I was like, I wonder if that was influenced by anything. Right. right? Yeah. Like, because of the uh, the previous energy. Like yeah. it's the same thing that her other husband was doing. Right. And this one wasn't even her husband. It was. Right. The guy that she yeah. was like kind of with. Yeah. And like. I don't know, like, if that's the same place that that lady jumped out of before, yeah. it's got a lot of, I'm sure, bad, bad vibes, vibes, you know, and yeah. I think that's ironic that he gets tossed out of a window, too. Right. Um, I'm sure he killed her. Right, oh, yeah. He definitely killed her. Right. Um, and I think it's really interesting to think about the high heels, the sound of yeah. high heels. So, it's just, it's supposed to be one of the most haunted places in New York City. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Yay. <laughs> All right. All right. So, everyone... Subscribe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Review so, us. Yeah. Give us some stars. More than four. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was more than four stars. Um, follow us on Twitter, Gin and Spirits PC. You can yeah. interact with me, mm-hmm, Kate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, follow us on Instagram. That's me, uh, Gin and Spirits Podcast. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you can find this wherever you are. You can also find this on Google Podcasts and iTunes and SoundCloud. Yep. Or all the places. Yep. People keep telling us to upload it to Spotify, but we're probably not gonna. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we did all the initial work to get it on these other yeah. three platforms. And, and it's all free, so yeah. just, just do it. Yeah. It's all free. Yeah. So, it's a good time. All right. Happy Booze Day Tuesday, everyone. Yes. Happy Booze Day Tuesday. We're approaching Halloween, so hope you're getting your, your costumes ready. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I have to finish making mine. Oh, me Can too. I tell them what I'm going to be? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to be uh, Daphne <laughs> in the bus. So, I have to make the, the mystery bus. mystery van. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm going to be... Uh, Mystery Machine. Yeah, that's what it yeah. is. Mystery Machine. I'm so excited. Yeah. Tequila. I think we're both feeling it. I feel I like I'm like terminating. I'm touching my hair a lot. Yeah, I'm like, oh. <laughs> um, I was <laughs> wearing my hood this whole time because it was cold and now I'm sweating. The pizza man remarked on how Melissa was wearing yeah, the hood. Yeah, fuck him. Yeah, he was so grumpy. He was pretty grumpy. Such a grump. Yeah. But the pizza's real good. It was really yum. Mm-hmm. Um, we ate it before the podcast this time. We had one slice. I'm definitely having another one after oh, the yeah. After mm-hmm. the this minute of us rambling with yeah. each other is over. Pasta pizza. Uh, yes, pasta pizza. Um, I'm going to be Princess Carolyn from Bojack Horseman for Halloween. Nice. Really excited. I need to do everything for it. Yeah. I've done nothing. I got the wig, but I haven't tested it out. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to wear a wig. I have to figure it out. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> so soon. Yeah. It's coming up. All right. Okay. Goodbye. Guys. Yeah, bye. <laughs>